0: Steve Jackowski here, Grace Valley Church Podcast. <clears throat> Again, we started this podcast to help you in your relationship with God and your relationship with <clears throat> others, two of the most important things in our lives. Um, or we want them to be. <clears throat> I wanted to talk today about and <clears throat> you'll have to excuse me about <clears throat> my voice is not quite it's getting a lot better, but for the last oh my goodness, probably the last it's been two weeks now or more, and I'm sorry we haven't been I haven't been able to post anything. But um got some type of a bacterial infection or something and boy did it knock my voice out and it's um i'm on the other side of it now thank goodness um terrible waking up in the morning especially in your horse most of the day and so feeling better thank you so much um uh i wanted to really talk about how to how to pray when you just can't um i don't care how long you've walked with god um uh, I believe you know you can have some great seasons of prayer where everything flows really naturally and um, it just feels good and sweet and it reminds you first and foremost you're in a relationship where you get to talk with God and you know if you're getting into the practice of the listening even even just being quiet and still you feel like you're receiving from God maybe not any necessarily direction uh, or idea or, or person um, maybe coming to mind in your head but just, that he's there, that he cares, that he's listening, that he's strengthening, that he has a plan, that the universe is not random, um, that there is a great plan behind it, meaning God, and you're part of it. But other times, it just doesn't feel that way. you, you, you You don't know how to pray, or maybe you just even realize, man, I really forgotten to have any type of rich prayer in the last while um, what do you do when you realize you should pray or you've been prompted to pray by something or someone and you just, there's no words. <clears throat> um, and I just think one of the great gifts that Jesus gave us, you know, we say in the Protestant church, there's two two really, um, uh, two commands God gave us. Well, commands, But there's two great gifts of grace that he's given us, which is the Lord. Which is sorry, which is um, communion, right? The Lord's Supper. You do this in remembrance of me, and there's just it's just a, there is a, a means of grace there when we stop and we reflect and we partake of the bread and the wine, um, and remember Christ's death and what he does what he did for us, um, and realize that. Uh, as Second Corinthians 5.21 says, he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us or a sin offering for us, depending on the manuscript, um, both really meaning the same things, I believe, but to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So it means God takes our sin um, in the person of his son and gives us a righteousness not our own so we don't stand as self-righteous we don't try to be more righteous than others in order to gain access to the father but we have a righteousness on us and call it a borrowed righteousness a gift righteousness um, we have that, and he takes our sins, and we're told to reflect on that so that's a gift and then there's the gift of baptism, which is a means of grace I was reading the other day it's truly true you know the New Testament knows nothing <laughs> about an unbaptized believer so you know it's just something that we do it's a sign of it's a sign of um, of confession, it's a sign of belief, not necessarily a sign of discipleship so there's too much to get into there, but it's a great. There's a means of grace behind it. I think God just does something through and in, in baptism. Not not that we're f- fetish-type believers, meaning there's, I mean, at least Protestants don't believe that there, there, there's some magic in and of the water itself um, <clears throat> or any type of act, right, that you know God sees it and goes, oh, okay, now it's removed, except in the death of his son. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> but... Um, there's still somehow a blessing in it. And then we would say, you know, those are the two sacraments that God kind of gave us, right? Um, baptism in the Lord's communion. But I I would kind of say a great gift that Jesus gave us was teaching his disciples to pray. And so when they came to him and said, you know, teach us how to pray, didn't mean they'd never prayed before, didn't know how to pray, but they thought, you know, he, Here's a guy who, you know, <laughs> well, Peter made the great confession, right? You are the, you're the Messiah, the chosen one. Um, But they they knew that this man, no one does this, does the works this man does, as Nicodemus says, who, who doesn't come from God. So they figure this guy's got the inside track. So they, you know, Jesus took them up, up on that and, and, and taught them how to pray with the Lord's prayer. So... You know, I think that's a gift to us and we ought to and we need to utilize it. I go to I think Jesus would want you to go to that. I think that's why he gave it to us. I think Jesus knew how hard it was to pray and just stay connected, either because of the undulation in man himself, where we just never quite always feel the same and we never quite maintain those those um those spiritual peaks. Um it's 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 like hiking in arizona it's undulating trails if you think arizona's flat think again the valley's flat but everything else is very undulation up and down up and down so i think jesus gave us the lord's prayer both to help us in our times of up in prayer but especially in our down it's a great formula that you just do it whether you're feeling anything or not okay so you know, with all that said, I think aside, Dallas Willard, I like what he says about prayer, you know, well, just start where you are. You know, so if you don't if you don't know how to pray that day, if you're stuck in prayer, if they feel empty, if you don't know where you're going, well, you know, what are you worrying about? Well, pr- turn the worry into a prayer. Now, don't just sit in a chair or sit in a couch and and have a bunch of thoughts of worry and think somehow that you prayed, you know, you address God and you say, here's... Here's the things that bother me. Here's that regret of mine again. I keep thinking over and over and over again. Will you give me insight into it? Will you give me relief from it? Will you will you help me in it? Will you um, will you give me some new understanding? Will you help me, you know, to change maybe the way I'm thinking about you and the way you run your universe uh, and the way you run my life? So, you know, start where you're at and don't be too concerned about perfect prayers or perfectly formulated. With that said. Jesus took the disciples up on it. Um, he didn't just say to them, no, 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 prayer is just talking to God. So just talk to God, right? Which is kind of the pop cultural thing. is Prayer is just talking to God. That's one side of the coin. Remember, Mo Truth has two sides of the coin. That's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin is he took them up on it. And he said, okay, I'm going to show you how to really connect with God. More than that, you know, God's always connected to you, but how do you connect with God? And so he gave him a formula. He basically said, start with our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread. Forgive us my debts. Forgive me my trespasses, as I forgive those who are in debt with me or have committed a trespass, because that's what it means, Right? They owe me a debt. They've taken something from me that they should never have taken, right? My innocence, um, uh, you know, fair play, whatever it was. They took that from me. I can never get it back. They're in my debt. I'm going to release them from my debt. Um, And leave me not in temptation, but deliver me from the evil one, okay? So it's basically in three big main, if you reflect on that, And sometimes, you know, as Dallas Willard used to say, you know, just sometimes just taking a little bit of a phrase and just meditating on that in prayer, that's a good thing, right? But that's more of a spiritual discipline. But I would just say three main phases. First of all, you start with God, right? So you don't know how to pray. You don't know just what he's saying is like, you know, tell God who he is back to him, right? That to me is some, I always break out into thankfulness and I used to feel guilty about that. Oh no, I'm just supposed to be kind of telling God how great he is, not saying how thankful I am. Well, it's so attached to that. After years of trying, I can't divorce the two and I think it's perfectly fine. Again, uh, you know, we're not legalists here (laughs) with the Lord's Prayer. I rebuke you that you have strayed from the formula. Um, Don't worry about that. Part of this is to release you Almost like a battery jumpers on a car, so you can start the engine and really have a a, a pour yourself out to God. So start with God. Tell Him how good He is. Tell Him how great He is. Tell Him how thankful you are for the for the friends in your life, for 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 His past movements, for His for His um, you know all His faithfulness. And just so start with God. Get your get, get that attention on God. That 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 really helps us from just making help me, bless me, use me, you know, rather than, you know, the supreme end of man, which is to bring glory back to God, right? And begin to enjoy him. So <clears throat> start with God. That's what I do. If I can't, don't know how to pray. Sometimes I'll just whip through the Lord's prayer as a, be- as, as, as a beginner. I don't care if, if it's perfunctory. I just say the Lord's prayer entirely. Then I go, then I stop. And then I go back slowly. And I just say, God, you're good and you're great, and I don't feel that way, and I feel like I can't pray, but you just start focusing on God and who He is and what He's done and maybe the cross of Jesus Christ and then let all those good things come pouring back to you, okay? So start with God. Then, He says, then you're to say, you know, um, thy will be done now in or on earth as it is in heaven. And I don't know what that's just a, in a, I don't think that's in a general sense. You know, it's, it's thy will be done with me. <clears throat> what's your will? Not, not necessarily your will for my life. Just what's your will. And I want to be part of it. And I'm willing to yield my agenda to your agenda. That's basically what you're saying. It's that whole key point of transformation, which is surrender, which is, I want to live in dependence and reliance. And it's your will over my will. And it's your agenda over my agenda. And so make that a focus of your prayer, even if it's short and just talk about surrender or maybe your lack of surrender, you know, or your lack of being so caught up in the love of the world and love of other things. And I can't live without them. And I feel so sad if I don't have them. And I me, mean, it's a good sobering exercise, right? Of not being in so in love with the world, which is kind of... We're a lot of things sometimes as Christians, but somehow love of the world and money and all that stuff and acquiring it, that just doesn't bother us anymore. Like like a, a, a former generation tried to guard against becoming worldly. Now it's like, we don't, eh, not a big deal, right? In fact, you know, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, but you can love money. It's not a big deal. So it's a gift from God. So just go back to, your agenda over my agenda. Okay. And then after you've, you know, submitted your will to his will for the day and for your life again, because it's a daily death and you've told him how great he is. Then Jesus says, then tell him what you want. Give me my, this is, these are my needs, Lord. I don't care. Whatever the need is, even if you, it may be misplaced, but just telling it anyways it's part of the prayer right there's a great correcting and continually bring your needs before god especially if you start with the other two which was where you should start sometimes you get corrected and you realize man am i ever worried about this or want it and it's just another lust of the flesh or lust of the world or boasting about what i've done and have which is why i'm on facebook i'm sorry it's a little jab I just, you know, I'm so over Facebook, but I got to be on it. But it's just such a, just doesn't feel like a sacred space. I don't know why people use it as a sacred space to share things. And it just feels so whatever, but <clears throat> okay. Probably wrong on that. Um, so tell them what you need, your daily needs. And then Jesus brings up two that he would say, throw in there. He was really practical with the last, isn't he? With the with the last one with telling what you need. You have daily needs, and God knows that. And he knows how to give good gifts to his children. So don't be afraid to ask, right? Solomon on all his splendor wasn't clothed as one of these. God feeds the birds of the air. He knows you have need of such things. But just keep seeking first the kingdom of God. Oh, back to the Lord's Prayer, right? Your kingdom over my kingdom. Isn't that amazing? Again and again and again, the great You know, this stuff we talk about is just repeated over and over and over again in the Bible. That's why you should be reading it. So tell him what you need. And then what does he say? And leave me not in temptation because he knows, boy, I'm going to be tempted, Lord. So these are the things that tempt me, you know, whatever that is. And deliver me from the evil one because God knows the devil ain't going to ever lay down and just go, oh, you know, they've surrendered to God. They're trying to get their stuff together and the prayer life together trying to attack this area of say outbursts of anger in their life okay i didn't i didn't know that the battle's over he's not going to lay down so deliver me from the evil one it's a fine fine thing to pray we should be praying it more so those are the three now that's really all i have to say about that i have found that when i can't pray i go back to the gift that jesus gave me anybody we basically say is he would say, it doesn't matter if you don't feel like praying. If you don't feel like praying. Oh, then don't pray. It's like my kid. I don't feel like going to school today. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm the super overindulgent. Oh, well, just stay home, Noah. You don't have to go. We all have those days. We don't feel like going, right? It's what we would call, well, at least a former generation, bad parenting. So he wouldn't say, don't pray. He'd say, listen, just Relax. God knows that your emotions and your human condition right now, he knows the human condition. He was a man, fully man. He knows you're going to have a lot of times where you don't feel like praying. And he would just say, eke out the Lord's prayer. Say it, wrote if you have to. <clears throat> and then go back and use that formula, right? Tell him how good he is and how good he's been surrender your will again to his will. Surrender yourself to him. Give yourself to him. Tell him you want to be ultimately crucified with him, but it's very hard. And then tell him what you need. And then I think Andy Stanley said it. Well, how long do I spend on each one of these? I I don't know. Not long. It depends on where you're at. I think if you follow that, One of them will be sweeter than the next. And that's what's happened to me. Like today, boy, did I focus on the first one, almost with tears. It was like so sweet, right? And the others, I didn't spend much time on them. I mean, that's what I needed. And it it jump-started other things. I still went through the others, right? Because it's important. But so I think depending on where you are, you'll find that one of those should meet a great need or desire of your heart, okay? So find a time, special time a special place for you where you can be alone no interruptions and um and then use what this gift that jesus has given us okay thanks guys again thanks for bearing with my voice and i'll talk to you all again soon